Double up. Three or four times. I ain't telling no lies. I just run it up. Never let a hard time humble us. Double up. I ain't telling no lies. I just. Yeah. I ain't telling no lies. I just. Five. Four. Three, two. That's time. I can lie to you. That money. This my shit, though. This was my shit, dog. And for the longest, all last year, and like when that album had first dropped, we were already arguably talking that that joint was probably yeah. gonna be like album of the year, and like you know, it got his nomination. And it's a hood classic. It's his classic, and it's just gonna be. It's, it's timeless now. So we always hate to start to the show on a somber note. But I'm sure you guys have not been living under a rock, so we do want to send prayers, condolences, and a rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle, um, a fucking innovator, a champion, a fucking king. Uh, I don't think there's no real words to really describe him. And it's wild because, like, a lot of us, we never met him, but... He had a he was he had a major impact on a lot of us because he spoke to he spoke to us he spoke to the culture and he spoke to the you know what I mean the people the people of the hood that there's a way out of it like financial freedom um, positivity ownership black ownership like so the hip hop world man they took a yeah dog. took a fucking loss <clears throat> they definitely did bro yeah it took That's a what hurt yeah like honestly. Since um, Big and Pac, this probably the only rapper that passed away that really like got me like damn yeah you know what I'm saying like damn like for real him mm-hmm. it's, it's messed up dog yeah and and it's like I think reason why it hurt more or it hit more because I'm not nobody does nobody deserves to be taken away from their family but. Because the way he spoke to people and we saw the benefits and the positivity that he brought to the community and to to the world itself, it was like, yo, he he ain't deserve that shit. Like, he did not fucking deserve it. And it's like, to the people, the persons who took him away from his family, like, that shit is trash. That shit is fucking ugly, man. And, like, you, you're going to, whether it be street justice Whatever get get arrested. Nine times out of ten, it's probably going. If, if it ain't what everybody said, nine times out of ten, it's going to be on some street shit that's going to take care of it. But you know what I mean. On, on the defense of the situation, you know what I'm saying. That's the lifestyle he lived. You know what I'm saying. Like like it's it's hard to say. You know what I mean. And and it, and it's probably. Crazy to say, but if he was if he was still alive, like hypothetically speaking, from that shot, and he knew who the person was that walked up on him, that did it, he wouldn't have said nothing. It would have been you know what I mean because of the lifestyle, because of the code that he you know what I mean that he represented, and not saying that it, it definitely was fucked up. Yeah, definitely was fucked up. You know what I'm saying, but. <clears throat> It's the lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Yeah, like he may not have to us because we were pe- people, the consumers of his music. You know what I mean? We weren't consumers of the lifestyle. 
the, and when I say the lifestyle, I'm talking about the gangbanging lifestyle. That's it's 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 not something that just because you became a person in the industry, mm-hmm. it cuts off. You know what I mean? Or not saying because you're a person of a stature that got the money that you got, yeah. it cuts off because when you claim in a hood, yeah, the beef might not necessarily I mean that is be from, from you. Yeah. It may be from the simple fact that you from the hood, that you beef, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, like I said, when you living in that lifestyle, those type of things happen. I'm, it's fucked up that it did. It's really yeah. fucked up that it did. But uh, I, I just, it, we don't know. The sh- it, shit happens in the streets, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, when, when the shit happened with Tupac. Yeah. Shit happened with Tupac and the truth really came out. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, everybody was like, damn, that's fucked up, man. You know what I'm saying? It's fucked up. They killed Pac. It's fucked up. They did this and this, that, and the fourth. And we're looking at it as people of the consumers to the industry, yeah. not to the streets. Right. You know what I'm saying? And when it when, when what happened really happened, you kind of like, well, damn, Pac should have minded his business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he put himself in that situation. Because he had just got done, like, stomping a nigga out. So they a tried, nigga. So they tried to tie that. Into, into the reason into, why, into why it happened, yeah, right? nine times out of ten it probably was. Mm-hmm. But where I'm going at with, with with this whole situation is just like, you know, what I'm saying when you live by that shit, you you kind of die by that shit. You know, what I'm saying. And and I guess to rebuttal off of what you're saying is like, if we're if we're sticking with that with that particular part of it, right? Like you said, we know he was like banging back in the day, and then like you said, because he got out of that lifestyle doesn't mean that that lifestyle forgot about or decided to turn the cheek to say, well, that's not him no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, so depending on that lifestyle, it could possibly catch up to you because you don't know what type of what type of um, name that, that other nigga might be trying to make for itself. You know what I'm saying? But then if we decide to look at it on the other side of things, him being a, an activist, speaking to the community, speaking to the people, and we know how I don't want to get too deep with it, but the, but we know how this government or how this country or this world deals with our leaders. We look at Martin, we look at Malcolm, we look at Huey Newton, we look at Bob Marley, we look at Dr. Seabee, we looked at the people who were trying to make a difference in their in their culture and in their world, and how shit Prince Michael Jackson how they were taken from us. And if you if you want to do the conspiracy theorist side of it, they don't want to see us empower each other. While he was banging, while he was like rapping his regular street shit, ain't nobody give a fuck about who nobody was when they talk about certain shit. But when you start to empower your own people, and you start to plant those seeds in your people and your own people's brain to help them help them get up get them up out of that that fucking crabs in the barrel mentality, they be like, people can start to look at it like, whoa, nigga, you are still a nigga. You fucking know your place and say where the fuck you at. But I I believe with him starting to reach the people that he, that he was reaching and the message that he was preaching, they didn't like to hear that shit. Like I said, if you're going with the conspiracy theory, theory of everything, um, I feel like we'll find out more details within the next couple of days, within the next couple of weeks about everything. And I, me, I feel like they're going to find a way to make it say it was game related as like the, some of the stories have been coming up, like coming up now 
Uh, they're saying there's a possibility that he knew the shooter. There's a possibility that he didn't. Um, the the person did a walk up or whatever, uh, did the shooting, ran on foot, and then got away from a car that was waiting for him. It was supposed to be like a woman driver that was like the getaway car. So I saw a clip. I saw a, a clip earlier today, and I tried my hardest to stay on social media because that shit was fucking depressing today and 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 yesterday, and it was like. David Banner was saying, he was like, no, Rico Love. Rico Love was saying, like, you don't have to be an informant to work for the feds or whoever. You don't have to be a snitch. What you did, what that person did, taking that man away from this world and away from his family, you did their job. You did That was one less nigga, pretty much, as they're putting it. That was one less nigga off the streets that's educating black people on how to get up out of this fucking cesspool of bullshit. I mean, and... Excuse me. And in the world that we we live in now, like with so much information, like at our fingertips, like with with our phones and shit, shit can be overwhelming because like, like I said, I'm on Instagram yesterday and just constantly seeing his picture. I, I I love to see the love that he was that the people were showing him. But at the same time, it was just depressing the shit because it's like. Like, like, once again, another young this dude was 33 years old, man, like he just really getting fucking started and he was fucking taken away. Because of possibilities of, if this theory is correct, him doing the Dr. CV documentary that he spoke about a couple months ago. Right. And Do you think that's what it was, though? If me being the person I am, like the overthinker that I am, I think it plays a part. I do think it plays a part because if, for the people that don't know, Dr. CV, he was a, um, he was a, a holistic, a holist, holistic doctor who supposedly cured cancer cure AIDS he um I was watching I was reading an article he cured Dr. Polite of diabetes he was back in the day he had helped left eye with something she popped up dead you know a couple couple days couple weeks after like their interaction and I just feel like because we all know that the pharmaceutical company the pharmaceutical world that's a trillion dollar industry you know, they always say they got cured for cancer. They're always saying that they got cured for AIDS and things like that. But it's just, that's cutting into their money. And to to have a knowledge of who this man is and what you can do with natural resources, they be like, whoa, y'all niggas got to slow the fuck down. Y'all, y'all could possibly be cutting into our money. And because this possible documentary was about to be in production or was about to start coming out, you know, like, let's let's cut this fucking shit short so that way don't nobody gotta know about this shit. But I believe just him and planning and us what he was doing with with that documentary and with Doctor CB, I believe that gives people if people do the right thing, that gives the people their own like like free will to now go do their own research to do their but, own. And that's why I don't. It's. I don't like the. I, I really don't. Me, me personally, I don't like doing the the whole conspiracy thing. And it, this, I think this is what happened because, bro, it'd be people. I don't, I don't know what he. You know what I mean? All we yeah, see no, is the music. You know what I'm saying? All we see is the music. All we see is what they allow us to see. And if unless I knew him personally, unless I was from the city that he was from and knew what he really did. You know what I'm saying? Like the shit that we see. On TV and everything like that. Not saying that it was a facade or... No, I'm not saying that. I'm just playing the devil's advocate in the situation. Right. And 
Sorry about that. I'm just playing devil advocate in the situation and not knowing. Like, dog, it's people I know that's fucking 50 that was gangbanging back when they was kids and still gangbanging. They may not be out there robbing or anything like that, but mm-hmm. they shot calling. Mm-hmm. They got the bread to put a check on a nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just because you're not necessarily doing nothing, like pretty much, like Snoop. Snoop not acting, but I'm pretty sure Snoop got the got the resources to go put the put the put the you know what I mean? Yeah, to hit out on somebody. Yeah. So it's just it's it's not about necessarily being active. That's like something that you're in mm-hmm. for life. So you never know, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. never know. Just just like just off of knowing it, bro. He could have him or one of the people he was with could have down young bull that hit him dead years ago. And you know what I'm saying? Any it could have been any scenario in that situation. So it's kinda hard for people that's all the way on the other side of the world to say, Oh, I think this is why it happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you 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 know why a nigga in California got killed, but you don't know why a nigga right around the corner from you got killed. True. I, I you know, know what I'm saying? saying? So yeah. that's that's where I be at with it. Like I, I I don't know the lifestyle that he lived, you know yeah. what I'm saying, beside the music. So. And, and what we see exactly. on camera and things like that. Yeah, no, I definitely get it. But I just I just hope that at some point that there's some sort of closure to this, man, because like I said yesterday seeing and I, I tried my hardest, and I didn't. I didn't click on no video that I saw of the situation. And I, we we live in an in an in a information world now, error. And it's like you're bound to see almost anything, almost anything. You know what I'm saying, but it's just like I just feel like his family and his friends don't need to see that. Yeah. Like, and I I believe like a lot of the videos got pulled. I do feel like it is a form of disrespect to have those videos up, to constantly keep on posting and reposting and sharing those videos. Nobody nobody wants to see no shit like Especially that. Especially nobody that loved this person. That's- yeah, like I'm seeing my friend, my my brother, my partner, and they last fucking moments of someone stealing their life away from and them. And you keep playing it in my head right. over and over. It, it's over one thing again. to hear about it, but when you actually see it, like, yo, like my, my folks was taken at that fucking moment and this piece of shit ran yeah. off like it was fucking nothing. That shit is, that shit is hurtful. You know what I mean? But, um... This is the second week in a row that we didn't fucking say rest in peace to somebody. The second week, bro. And like how you said, like how well, how we both said last week with Tech, because we don't know the ins and outs of his whole situation, but from what we're hearing, he went in a peaceful way from what we're hearing. Right. But when it seems, it's just always different when it comes from a malicious place when someone is taken. Yeah, when you took, when somebody you know took saying? you away. Like it's, it's shit crazy, bro. Like who are you to decide that this person decides to go? Right. Like who who the fuck are you? Who, who exactly? Who the, who the, who like, are you? Who are you? Feet? That shit is crazy. Yeah, and that's and that's crazy. the thing. And then like people always, I always was talking like with people, and they always say like, "Oh man, we don't got no more. We we need a Malcolm. We need a Martin. We need these type of people like to bring they us together." Every time, our culture, our people have someone like that, they're taken away from us. And the people that's taking them away from us look like me and you. They look like each other. What was fucked up, though, and it's sad to say, Boosie said this shit. Boosie said it. Every rapper that get killed always get killed in their hometown. Mm-hmm. Because the people that you surrounded about, and it's crazy that I'm saying this. Oprah just put a little video out where she had a graduation speaking. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It may be old, but I just saw it. And she was basically saying that, like, yo, in life, you're going to run into people that's uncomfortable around you mm. because you're not like them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially the people that you came up with 
that was once this way. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? When they see that you involved in something, they kind of look at look at you like, "Oh, what's going on?" Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't know this person no more. Mm-hmm. Now you become a stranger to this person. Right now they hate you because you became something that they wasn't able to become. Mm-hmm. Sort of the same situation. Right. You know what I'm saying? Why, little Boosie said that the most time you get killed, you get killed in your neighborhood, you mm-hmm. get killed in your city. Because these people seeing you grow to what you are. Right. And they hate the fact that you grew to that mm-hmm. and they hear still being still dead, struggling. Still being, yeah. They had the same twenty four hours that you had, but they chose to use their twenty four hours differently. Mm-hmm. And instead of them getting on their shit, it negativity come behind it. Right. If you go somewhere else, somebody that didn't see the struggle, all they know is Doesn't, this is Nipsey. This right. is that's that's all it is. They're yeah. not gonna hate on you. But when they see you came from where you came from and made it where you ha- made it at, yeah, they hate that shit, dog. Right. It's people. It's people that you be around every day mm-hmm. that is fucking pissed that, that you're that, successful. That, that's, that see you that's pissed you got a growing. job. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Little shit. Mm-hmm. They pissed. They're pissed that you live in life that they can't. And it's such a double edged sword with that. And I and honestly, I, there's a lot of artists that I do follow, and I get fucking angry when I see them still in the city. Still in the same neighborhoods. I get pissed off every time I see Meek and Philly, if I'm being completely honest. I get pissed off every time I see niggas like Davey still chilling on online day blocks because you don't know what type of inner animosity that the next nigga standing right next to you that you're taking pictures with. with. You don't know what's in their fucking heart, what's in their brain at the time. And like you said, at the same time, sometimes you try to use that as motivation to push your people forward. But at the same time, you don't know what they type of... They take it as you shitting on them. Right. You think you better than us. And, and it's like, that's why whenever I hear any type of nigga that made it and fucking, they don't look back. I'm out. Will Smith? I'm out. Yo, Oprah, Oprah don't I'm go back out. to Chicago. I'm out, bro. I'm like, out of tripping. this joint, man. I'm out of this joint. And I am... I'm going to take my real friends with me, but these other motherfuckers, dog. Nah, everybody can't go, man. Everybody don't deserve to go with you. You know what I'm saying? That shit crazy. So it it's just it, it just hurts. It, it hurts that we even have to say or even start the show or just even say this in general to somebody of that stature. And like I said, we don't know him. We never met him, but I just from his persona and the way he carried himself as a man, as a father figure, and as like just like I said, as a, as a fucking king, it just hurts to even have to start the show with this. Like I said, or even have mm. this conversation right now because. I just feel like it just hits harder because whoa whoa yeah pause whoa, you know pause. What I mean? chill chill pause what hit harder chill yo what Dude, hit harder I feel like this impact okay. he has a he has a larger impact because whoa whoa chill dog what the fuck whoa now, I'm a larger impact whoa <laughs> I appreciate you for trying to for making yeah we got we got it up but moment, no man. finish what you were saying bro but I I just like I said it's just different because when you see somebody grow transition from street shit. Right. To trying to do grown man shit and take care of his family and yeah. friends, and you see him see someone taken away like this, it, it, it it's just fucking pure trash, man. And we say this all the time, man. Like, tell your fucking family, your friends, everybody, tell them you love them. Give give everybody in your life flowers while they can still receive them. He he knows he was loved. He knows he was appreciated, but. It just it, it it's just ten times a hundred times better when you hear why you why you can why still you why you're still here and why you can still soak it in and just just go with it. I mean, yeah, but um, once I again, love all man, my niggas. yeah, man, like I, I do, man, and I know me and all my niggas, we don't always see eye to eye on shit. We don't have differences, all type of shit. But at the end of the day, it's always all love, and shit can never be shit can never be that deep. 
what I'm saying? So push the culture forward, man. Use what use the knowledge that Nipsey has like opened our eyes to, open your eyes to the people that came before him. Use what they have opened your eyes to, and then just take it, take take that knowledge in, and then just fucking chill, dog, <laughs> and just make shit happen, man. Just make shit happen, man. So. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle, man. Your Rest music, in peace, my guy. Your music will definitely always live on, man. Legendary, prolific, motivation. That that is just is just fucked up, man. I got something to say, dog. Right. You really just said this man had a large impact, bro. Chill, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Chill. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> we about to get this shit cracking, y'all. Man. Real rap. What up, what up, what up, lit. man? You're not tuning to a new episode of what we talk about the podcast, man. Giggity gang shit, man. Giggity, giggity, giggity gang shit. Got your man Picasso right here across me as always. Bros, they down with the locks. What's up with you? What up, y'all? What's good? What's popping? I can't call it, man. Can't call it at all. So you was about that bike life all weekend? And that, no, no, not all weekend. Just Saturday. So just Saturday. Just this Saturday. boy shut down operation of Scott High. He said, hey, guys, I got a new toy, and I'm going to be outside I'm all day. I'm going to be out all day. So, Bro, I hit the streets about 1045. I ain't get back in the house till about 8. Yeah. Ran out of gas two times. She was mad as shit, wasn't she? she probably no, she actually wasn't. She actually wasn't mad. She no. was chilling. But I was out all fucking day, dog. Yeah. My arms is fucking killing me. Yeah, right, right, like, right, right. yo, this Ugh, yeah. This shit right here, cuz <laughs> this shit tight. This shit right. tweet like a tiger. Tweet like a toy guy. Tweet like a fucking toy. I shall talk with the rest of the show with a British accent. Yes. Yo, I yes. I, I want to learn certain accents. I wonder if it's a school I can go to to learn accents. I don't know about accents. I don't know. I would I, love to learn accents. I want to learn like. I'm sure you can go yeah. on the on the YouTube. On the YouTube. On the YouTube. Bloody hell. <laughs> Yo, I was watching a TV show on YouTube. Speaking of that, where this dude. He knew like fucking twelve or thirteen different languages. Yeah, he was a black guy. Oh he shit! He knew like twelve or thirteen different languages, yeah. and and he was going to places mm-hmm. the languages that he knew. Like he went to a Mandarin restaurant. Yeah, he went to, like, and they all a lot of them was Asian. Some of them was Jamaican. Mm-hmm. Some of them was uh like he he knew all that shit. So he went to a, a, a Asian restaurant, and and a lady he ordered his food in English, and. They start the, the two waitresses start talking, um, yeah, they're, not they're about him, but just start talking in language. Yeah, and he jumped right in. Oh shit! But they happened to be two different. One was Cantonese, okay, and one was was Thai, and I think they speak two different type of languages. Yeah, but they could somehow it's similar in some, yeah. some way. So um, they would break their languages down a little bit just so that they could understand each yeah. other. So he jumped in a conversation, and they both was in shock. It was right. like, oh shit, you, you this you black know this? guy, this black guy yeah. knows. So this they started language. having a conversation. So he asked him, like, what are you? And yeah. she was like, Cantonese. And he just started talking Cantonese to her. She, she was so shocked. She yeah, was like, that shit wild, yo. Where did you learn this at? That's and hot. He, he was like, oh, I learned it on YouTube. That's hot. Yeah, he knew like 13 different languages, bro. And it's on, like, I know when I do have children, my my kids are go- automatically there. I'm going to, I want them to learn Spanish. Like, because Spanish is the second, lang- second language. And like, you know, of this country and the United States damn near. So, and it's like one of the more popular languages, so I definitely want my child to learn Spanish, and I think I want my kid to learn like probably French too. Well, Nori knows Spanish; he's he's speaking a ten. Yeah, 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 that's right. Nori's that's smart as shit, dog. Nori's smart as hell. We got videos of reading and like, yeah. yeah, he he nice. He's sharp. He, he I I saw this John on on Twitter, and uh, this person would have made this thing. Uh, there was like they they created an email account for their child, 
Right. And from and like their child's like three years old or whatever. So what they did was they pretty much documented their child's whole life when they were when they were born. Um, Do the evo. Um, first steps, first language, like first, first uh, talking, like all this shit, graduation, all that. So that way, when their child grows up to be an adult at a certain age, this kid can go into this email, into this email when they're eighteen years old, and just look at their achievements as that's they got. Crazy. Like, that's, that, that's some dope ass shit. That's and I was dope. like, damn, like look at all that stuff that you done achieved. Yeah, as a kid. like yo, look at me, I'm ugly as shit. My hair I ain't got no fucking hair. Then you start to grow, and you know what I'm saying you grow into the person that you are. So I think I would want to do that for my child. Like that shit would just be dope. I, I would, it would. It's definitely. Cause it's yeah. certain it's certain shit that I wish that I had like, like being as though I didn't went through so many different. Not I ain't gonna say so many different houses, but yeah. like so many situ- different situations. Right, right. With living and all that, like mm-hmm. pictures of me from a kid. Yeah, is like fucking sacred, bro. Right, like right. it ain't that many. It ain't that many of them, and it's, yeah. and it's it sucks. It's it's really fucked up that I ain't right. got too many pictures of me. Yeah, when I was a kid, you know what I'm saying. I don't, my mom got a lot of joints, but I don't like I don't know how many she got. But my mom, I think, still got everything. I think she still got everything. But but exactly, you ain't yeah. got the access for old ass pictures, right? Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like we look at pictures from Nazir. Yeah. Well, not even not just just yeah. Like when the social media and the camera phones and shit start popping, mm-hmm. dog, you have pictures on top of pictures from on top every, of pictures on everything. top of pictures. And there's so many ways. They're always gonna be to there to preserve them and yep. save shit. Hard drives, flash drives. They're always gonna get be there, shit bro. Printed. Yeah, like. That that shit that shit is, is crazy. So like to doc, if you don't document your child's life now, like you're weird. Like that that's just like awkward. And I, when I say document, I don't mean like you know like physically doing it. But yeah, but I mean like if you don't just, if you're not taking tons of pictures for right. like no man like your phone got 256 gigs. You need to be taking a lot of fucking pictures and video of your, of your All kid. All right, I don't have a whole bunch of videos of my kid and yeah. pictures, but Shay got them and she. I but but as a as a collective, y'all yeah, y'all got yeah, shit. We, so we got shit. yeah, no no, like that's fine. But I mean, like just speaking in general, like now both of y'all ain't have a whole lot. But like, all right, what the hell are y'all doing? Y'all right. got fucking. Y'all got a family. Y'all need to be fucking recording every fucking thing. Yeah, and I was on YouTube today. You know they got midget boxing? Like, actually, actually. Why you, why you bring it up? No, because I thought about it, and I recorded a video. I was going to send it to you, but I recorded it too long, and I said I'd do it later, and I forgot. So I just wanted to bring it up to you. This nigga head was bigger than a motherfucking Poe. Yo, Poe, these niggas was rumbling, though. <laughs> like, they was really <laughs> rumbling, bro. It wasn't like a little kitty... Like a little joke joint. No, they was, was fighting. They, like, was, they was fighting, fighting, fighting. shit. Yeah. Like fighting, fighting, fighting. You want fight, fight. Yeah. They, you want, yo, this nigga is funny. Who? Oh, that's a boot boot. <laughs> <laughs> yo, man, at, at the, I, I ain't going to go to in Dublin, but a couple weeks ago where the little person had walked up on me and shit, I right. fucking tensed up and shit. I was like, yeah. he was swinging his fucking feet sitting in the chair like a child. Like, yo, he man. a barber too. Ugh. <sighs> He a barber. Sharp as shit, too. Yeah, he, I went he, on his he, page. He, he definitely got a sharp-ass hand, but I'm kind of confused on how it worked. Huh? I'm confused on how it worked. What you nah, mean? Nah, fuck that. Time out. Time out. We was just talking about the bike life shit, right? Yeah. It's, it got something to do with the little, little people shit. We out there talking. Me and my niggas, we go to the plat, and we chilling at the plat. So while we chilling at the plat, one of my homies, I don't know how we got on to talking about it, but we ended up start talking about Little people about smashing a little chick or whatever. And I was, it was something creepy that somebody how, said. How the fuck did we get and I was here? like, yo, you weird, dog. I was like, you'll probably smash a little a midget. And he was like, fuck you mean? Probably would. Nigga, I did. I'm like, you did. So he started breaking down the situation and everything like that. So he said he went to the shorty crib. He was like, her whole crib is is midget proof. She yeah. said she had little tables. Like <laughs> <laughs> He said she had like little tables, like everything in the crib was little, bro. 
I was like, are you serious? You had, did you ever see Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit? Remember when Gandalf went inside fucking, um, uh, what was the fucking, not Sam, what's the, uh, Frodo. He went inside Frodo's crib and shit. And he fucking walking with his yeah. like, back all hunched, little fucking little chair. Yeah, he said the whole house was, was like little person proof. I was like, damn, I never knew that they. Is there a certain place you shop for that or do you just get kid shit? Like, do they got like adult? I'm pretty sure they got adult. Adult Because you still need sturdy because they still solid. Like oh, yeah. they they still solid people. They ain't I don't want to talk about this no more. Okay. We can switch top, topics. So all right. <laughs> With the barber shit, right? Right. My my all right. He's sharp as shit. I don't know if I how I can operate with like a little hand shaving my mustache and shit. <laughs> A, a little the, the little hint Like that shit might fuck with me And shit I'm like you know what Hey bro You can just lead it Yo, Lead it like know, it is you know, how they, you know how they stretch your skin To give you the razor Yo oh yeah Like go like that Or they go like this And you know what Nah man I, I, ain't, I ain't fucking with it I ain't fucking with it I'm not fucking with it Yo You know how like like the, the whole, <laughs> you know how like the whole hand when they when they stretch it the skin the whole hand be on the, the forehead the, for the razor his shit. shit gonna be like over your over, over your, your eye, eye and like, your little, his, he might poke you in the eye with his fucking pinky and now nah, I'm cool. Would would you would you let would you let a guy retwist your locks or if you had braids would you let a guy braid your hair? Nigga say what? All right, we got there. I men, said nigga say what? They got male barbers. We got we let a man right. cut our hair. He fucking puts his hand on our fucking mustaches and all that shit. Would you let a guy retwist your locks or braid your hair? Okay. I would. It would I've never done it. Mm-hmm. I I've never let a dude touch my hair like on that tight. Only the closest that a dude come to ever touching my head right. other than a barber is washing my shit. And okay. I don't even feel comfortable with that. Like I'd be like that part right there, I don't like because you, nah. you, nah, because you're rubbing my scalp, and I don't want another nigga rubbing my scalp. Like I don't want to be like, damn, that shit feel good, and open my eyes and see fucking hairy don't, ass don't, fucking Charles. Don't, no, don't be eyes. That's gonna be even fucking weirder. Like I want to look at something fine and shit, having this sexy ass so, fucking hot scrub on my scalp. Like I don't want no dude rubbing my so, shit. So there's, a, I get what you're saying, cause I. When I like back in a while ago, when I had hair and shit, I was getting hair. That's the best part of the fucking barbershop. Like it was a chick with like she had like huge boobs and like her her boobs like resting on my fucking forehead while she was like washing my hair and shit. I was single at the time, so I don't need nobody. Exactly. Shit. Then when then when they reach over, then when they reach over when like they, to get it, the when, back. Of, yeah. No, not even that. Uh, they reach over to like pull your head up. Oh yeah. And get titties. the back and get the back of the uh, the back of your neck. Titties, titties. all in your face. Titties. I don't want man boobs in my shit. But so no. Alright. Not letting a dude wash my hair. But but braiding and possibly retwisting is, is okay. Because if you get your hair retwisted, they gotta wash your hair. But he's not washing. Oh well, they might the gotta wash. The part, the retwisting part girl. ain't the gay part. The, it's the, the the hair washing part. Like the hair washing part is the best part of getting your hair fucking done. Like real shit. Yeah, that, that sure. scrub part. Yeah, nigga, that shit feel good as shit. Like that shit so, is like busting a nut. And I don't want to think you, about the feeling of busting a nut while while, while Dave while, while Dave, Dave was washing shit. Head. Like no, like no. Dave washed my hair shit. a bunch of times. I ain't give a fuck. Nah, I ain't even bro. think about it. Nah, bro. If I'm being a, if I'm keeping it hundred percent honest with you right now, if I had braids, as long, the only part that's weird about another nigga braiding your hair is if you sitting sitting in between his legs on the floor. That's a fucking no go. That's a that's a no no. That's if a, you if a nigga asks me, if I if you say say you braid hair right, yeah. and I'm like yo Poe, yo look, I need you to tighten my shit up. You got me. 
You be like, all right, I got you. And you sit in a chair like this? Like, come on. <laughs> Nigga, I'm going to punch you right in your forehead. What the fuck is you talking yeah, about? Yeah, no, no that, that's out of pocket. Like, that's super out of pocket. And, and like, what made me ask is, like, I was on something. I was on somebody's page, and there was a, there was a dude, like, but he, he was sitting in the chair, and, like, right. homeboy was, like, braiding his hair on some... On some perfect ass shit. Wasn't, I might. Wasn't at a shop or nothing. I, I would let a dude braid my hair. Like, no gay shit. Like, I would let a, I let, I would let a dude braid my hair. If I had locks, I would let a dude retwist my locks. But the thing is, he better do that shit fucking manly. He better not hold no bobby pins in his teeth or no weird shit. He better be, he better be doing that shit talking about sports or some fighting or some shit or whatever. I don't want to hear about that shit with no love and hip-hop. Fuck wrong with you. I ain't got time for that shit. You love the hip hop talk. Fuck no, nigga. Yo, <laughs> yo, you seen Floyd fight? Oh, all right. You seen the new Chargers? Yeah, them Jones throw this shit, nigga. 500 horsepower. I gotta make this conversation as fucking masculine as fucking possible. Funniest shit. Yo. <laughs> no gossip talk. No gossip talk. No, no gossip talk. You heard all. about nine here shit. <laughs> you seen the new motherfucking Tech Nine? You seen the new fucking AKs? Yeah, masculine. Masculine talk, my nigga. I don't want this getting fucking skewed or swayed in no fucking way. Fuck that. This nigga said I hear shit. Right, I don't want this shit. <laughs> so, how, like, how do you feel about, like, at the gym and shit? Like, niggas, like, like, so I, I, I work out. I work out a lot or whatever. So, like, how do you feel about, like, like getting spotted by, like, by a dude? <laughs> That's, that I don't fucking like. Why not? Your nuts is in my face, bro. It's, like, it's ways to do. All the right, go, only go way you can, the only way you can spot me is if it's one on one side, one on the other side, and y'all can hold it from the outside. You're not going to be right under me, and I'm over here. I'm with this. I'm here with it, and I just see your print. No. Duh. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Duh. It's because not for that real, bad. For real, it, yes, it is. Because it's. <laughs> <laughs> Because if it's real heavy, yeah. he got to get close and be able to pull it up. Nah, bro. If I need a spot, I don't want it. I'm not doing bro, it. Bro, when I tell you at the time, all right, once again, because I'm active, actively in the gym. When my homie's spotting me while I'm benching, I'm not worrying about that nigga nuts on my fucking fucking. Need to, dog. Listen, 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 bro. All right, go ahead. If, that, if I feel as though that weight is too fucking heavy... And that shit's about to fall on me. I don't give a fuck about that nigga teabagging me. Hey, nigga, get this weight up off of my fucking chest. I'm not worrying about that shit at the time. I'm worrying so about- So what you looking at? Huh? You looking straight up, right? It's weird. It's His like, print is right there. It's not right, it's not right there. Or it's it's like you subconsciously switch your vision. Like you, if you right here or whatever, and like, all right, they stand- So if it's head. print there, you look away. You look this way. <laughs> instead, of, instead of looking to the ceiling- you look, you look over there a little bit. Like you, you focus on like a ceiling fan in the gym, and you just boom, push that shit up. Yo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, now one of my homies and shit, right? So we be so we're squatting also. So when when you spot somebody when you squat, you got to get behind them and you got to kind of like they guide you down cradle. and shit or yeah, whatever. You got cradle a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But that's only when the motherfucker know that you ain't got the shit. Right. Once again, at the time, you're not worrying about how gay this looks. You're worrying about not dying or not dropping his weight on your fucking back. Right. So I don't give a fuck. It's certain shit I'm okay with. I'm okay with with my man with my guy spotting me so that way I don't die. I like how you fixed that. Yeah, you know, I, I like about, how you yeah, fixed I, that. Yeah, I was about to I was about to draw and shit. But no, like, cause I, I got a video with my with B with B spotting me. We was spotting right. and shit. And then my man, I was like, "Yo, man, you can't never say pause again. That nigga was on your ass." I said he wasn't on my ass. He was just making sure I didn't die. Like, yeah, you gotta a, look at it different. Like, it's certain shit that I wouldn't feel comfortable doing. Like, all right, I'm gonna tell you another sport that's super fucking gay to me, and I ain't with it. What? Fucking wrestling. 
Like the actual wrestling, not like WWF. Like the high school and college yeah, wrestling. Because you got to like get on all fours and let another nigga get on top of you. And then you got to get him off you. Like that's not like you giving a nigga. No. So you better wrestle hard, nigga. Get that, make sure that nigga don't got position on you. I don't want to wrestle with no dude. <laughs> like I'm, if we wrestling, give me. Don't. I'm not yeah. letting you get on top of me. And then I got to get you off of me. Like, I don't think no nigga should ever have to get another nigga off him. Like, that shit sounds so crazy. Get off me, cuz. <laughs> that shit sounds get, so get off crazy. Me like, they, like, that MMA shit, it's, it's, it's vicious, but they be, they be fucking missionary styling each other while they wrestling and all that shit. I ain't with that. If I was in the UFC, I would make it a rule. If you're going to fight me, you got to wear the loose shorts. You cannot wear compression shorts. <laughs> All right, you will not wear compression shirts. All right, you will you will not do, and you will wear boxers up under your fucking jock strap. You will not wear compression shirts and jock strap because you're not just gonna have your ass in my face. That's one of my rules. You will not fight me with just fucking panties on. You don't make rules. I will today. If I if, <laughs> if I if I'm the breadwinner in that fight, hey, like how Floyd can like really call shots on how that fight gonna go. Hey, put some put some boxers on, put some ball shirts on. Then we can fight. Then we can fight. We're not putting on no panties. That's what we're not doing. Niggas, I don't know how a nigga feel comfortable. I mean, I guess maybe because they got the body to do it, but niggas be really walking around wrestling and fucking tighty whities Like, tighty whities knee pads and boots. That should be drawn like Hulk Hogan. Like, what the fuck? Fucking Razor Ramon and shit. Like, what are you doing? Wrestling and just fucking Speedos, that shit was weird to me. It still is weird to me. Like, yo. You ever see a nigga walking at the fucking beach in Speedos? Yeah. That's wild. And some of them niggas be fat as shit. They don't even give a fuck. Like, they just out here. Like, they that just the fuck out crazy. there. That shit is crazy. And it's usually white people. I don't really see black people, like, at the beach wearing them junk. Like, no, nah, black people, like, boxers, compression shirts with swimming trunks. Like, regular shit. Not no fucking Speedos. And it always be the, the and they don't even be fat as shit. It be the, you ever see the the fat, skinny people, the niggas that got big ass stomachs with little ass legs? Yeah, they don't work out. They don't, they miss, they, they see, they miss leg day. They should have been fucking squatting. No, they, they don't go to the gym at all. They just gain the weight. Uh oh, just, just big old they stomach. Big, big old stomach, big old bear ass stomach, legs. Yeah. Like, that shit is weird. Like me, I'm a big nigga all down, so, up and down. Pause. pause. Hold up. Ain't no pause. I'm a big nigga all the way up. But you're talking to me right now. I'm not talking to you. Don't I'm look talking me, to the listeners. All right, don't look me in my eyes when you say that. I'm going to look down. Don't look me in my eyes. This nigga looked me in my eyes and says, yo, I'm a big nigga. I'm a big nigga up and down. I'm like, why? Why did you just say that to me? Yeah, facts. Pineapples. Pineapples, goddammit. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just not one of those dudes. But you got niggas that's like big ass stomach but wear like a 34 jeans. Like, what the fuck? What happened to you? Yeah, what happened? What did you drink? You like a fucking squeezed bottle of fucking toothpaste. (laughs) Niggas just squeezed the fucking toothpaste always to the top. Always to the fucking top. Always to the fucking top. Like, what the hell? Would you get matching tattoos with a a dude? No. It depends on what the tattoo is and who the person I'm getting it with. But one of my friends. Right. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so, dog. Like where I'm at now, back the old me, probably so. Yeah. But man, like, what, what we what we getting this for? Yeah, like I, just cause. No, nigga, I'm cool. Yeah, and shit. I don't think I'm getting the, matching tattoos. The, the I'm getting with my brother or something like that. And and I it would have to be on some shit like like if a, if one if somebody in my family, one of my folks had passed away or something like that, like yo, we all gonna get the same whatever, like a crown or some shit like. Right. You know what I mean? Or like somebody passed away. If it's like just someone on some family shit, I don't know about like, yeah, if it was like some music shit, like say we started a business and like this is the logo to our business, like yeah, I would do some shit like that. Right. But I'm not going to get like D&M or 
Yeah, you know I'm saying I'm not getting Marvin Don or M and D. I'm not fucking doing it. Like I'm, you my you my brother, but right. I'm, I'm not doing with it. a fucking unity symbol going yeah. between it. Or what's the infinity? The, the, yeah, the sign the infinity sign going nah, between it. Nah, nah bro, I'm not going. I ain't doing that shit. Nah, I'm cool. There's a certain shit that is just like. Nah, just, but like you said, if we started a brand together or some shit like that, yeah, like like even with this shit, like this shit is pretty dope to us. Like I would get a WWTB on my hand. Yeah, I would get yeah for sure. Shit like that, yeah, I'm cool. I, I, would, I would do that. But just hey, what you doing Saturday? Uh, nothing. Let's go get tech. Let's go get your name. I get my name. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm I'm pass on that I'm one, bro. What's this one out, Brad? <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead. Uh, go ahead. I meet you there. I text you later. Yeah, where you going? All right, give me. Uh, make sure, send make sure me a location. Okay, that motherfucker. Right. I would kind of look at you kind of crazy if you ask me some shit. Like, <laughs> like, yo, you get my name, I get your name. What the fuck? Drawing. Drawing. So, so, look, we was talking before the show, right? This is on a completely different subject and, and something that we wanted to ask y'all. So, everybody loves R&B. If you don't like R&B, you're weird. Like, right. R&B is sometimes better than rap music. So, if we take four of the top R&B groups, right, like of our of our era, of our generation. Okay. So, like, let's say, let's say Drew Hill, 112, Jagged Edge and Boys and Men. Right. One gotta go. One gotta go out of two, two gotta go. Two? Damn, two? Two uh, gotta go. Shit. That's hard. Two pause. Um definitely 112. 112 is definitely one of them. Wait, gotta go? Yeah, def- definitely 112. Damn. Oh shit. Shit. And two of them. Fuck. Uh so it's between Jagged Edge, Boys the Men, and Drew Hill. God damn, Poe. That is a fucking tough one. I'ma say. Hold on, some, hold on. Somebody on the on the live said what's the options? Drew Hill, Jagged Edge, 112, and Boys the Men. Two gotta go. Oh, damn. Um 112, definitely fuck out of here. They're gone. I'm telling you that from the rip. Okay. But between those three, one more got to go, Boys the Men, Drew Hill, or Jagged Edge, I'm going to have to say... <sighs> Y'all going to hate me for this one. Boys the Men. Mm. Boys the Men got to go. Boys the Men got to go? Yeah. Only re- Not saying that they're better. Not saying that those two groups are better than Boys the Men. Yeah. But... I'm more into Jagged Edge and Drew Hill than I'm okay. into Boys the Men. That's the only Woo! reason. But That's Boys tough. the Men got some shit. But when it, if you go song by song, and the only reason I'm saying it is if you go song by song, uh, for me, okay, all right, Jagged Edge and Drew Hill got more songs that I fucked with because when I'm sitting here thinking about it with Boys the Men. All I can think of is maybe six songs. Like on Bending Knee. Bending Knee. Uh, uh hold on. Uh, shit, exactly. I'm on, I'm on my phone. I can't. But but that's what I'm saying. They, they, all right, hold on, hold on. They ain't got that many that I fucked with. Motown Philly. Motown Philly. Back up. Okay, that's one. Uh on Bending Knee. On Bending Knee. Uh the week. That's Bending Knee. Um shit. What's the name of these songs? I'm going I'm going a fucking brain fart. Like, like <sighs> Yeah, bro. Yeah, I, I I think I'm gonna have to stick with uh. So you got Jagged Hill and Drew Hill. Oh, shit, <laughs> I said Jagged Hill and Drew Edge. <laughs> the fuck. All right, so who's opening for the other act? If you got Drew Hill and Jagged Edge, who are your who's opening for who? Who's your headliner? I think uh, 
I think I think I'm gonna put Jagged Edge as the headliner. The only reason I'm gonna say that is because I think Jagged Edge will have more songs that had a place fucking lit, bro. Okay, okay. I think they had because Drew Hill got Drew Hill got all end of the road. That's the song slow. All, Drew Hill got all uh slow jams. They don't really have too many up tempo, turn it up type Jones. Jagged ass got let's get married. That the, shit I had you fucking dancing. Re, the fucking remix. That's, dog, that is right. my shit. Yeah. See, first of all, uh, 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 that, yo, they got some shit that had you actually dancing. So if I'm, I'm a promoter and I want to get this motherfucking arena lit yeah. one last time before we leave, yeah. I'm going to give it to Jagged Edge. Drew Hill going to have you in there holding your girl hand yeah. off, cuddling and all that shit. No, we about to get this motherfucker lit before we leave here. Everybody going to be sweaty and y'all going to have fun. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what everybody want to remember. Right. So right. I think, I, as me being damn. a promoter, but that's a hard one, bro. That's a, yeah. That's a tough one. I think, damn. All right. I like. You know what's crazy? I like 112. Especially the second album that had Anywhere on there. That That's album, the only album that they had that was hot for real, for real. Because when they first joined, they got Cupid. They 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 go to songs. It's Cupid and then the joint that had Biggie and had Mason. You come all you want to. I'm right. You want that joint. That's my shit. And they had one other song anywhere. on there. I can't. No, that was no, on the Anywhere second. was on the second one. So then on that second joint, they had Anywhere. They didn't really have a lot of go-to, go-to songs on that one, neither. That's why I said Drew. They got Peaches and Cream. They, yeah, they got they, they got songs spaced out here and there and shit. So, yeah. damn, that's fucked up, though. Because when you think about it, 112 is the shit. But they, out of that group, out of that like selection, they can't go. Yeah, 112 got to go. My, the second group that got to go. Ooh, Jagged Edge Drew. Ooh, that's a tough one, bro. I think, damn, the second group. See, I like Jagged Edge because they got like Good Luck Charm. They got Walked Out of Heaven. The, the the remix joint, let's get married. Re- Damn, but you know what? I'm a mm. all right. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get rid of Jagged Edge too. Jagged Edge and One Twelve gone. Jagged Edge and One Twelve gone. So yeah, Drew Hill and Boys Demon Left. No, no, no. My bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jagged Edge and J- Jagged Edge and One Twelve gotta go. So Boys the Men and Drew Hill. Okay. All right. What I'm gonna do is. I'm gonna be in the front row and be like, hey, hey, sing good luck charm for me. I'm gonna ask them to sing <laughs> some of Jagged Edge songs and shit. Please, for her, she's asking for it. I'm gonna, like, hey, my girl wanna they hear this say, song. No, nigga, you had your chance. All right, fuck it. That's gonna be a boring ass concert. No, because. Who ne- opened it for who? I'm gonna have. Fuck. You know what? I'm gonna actually have. I'm going to have Drew Hill open up for Boys to Men. Because we're going to have all the fun. We're we going to have all the fun and shit. So, yeah, I'm going to have Drew Hill open up for Boys to Men. I'm going to have Drew Hill singing they shit, Five Steps, uh, um, Thong Song, all the crazy shit or whatever. It's going to be right. rocking. And then to close the night out, Boys to Men, right? They're going to sing all of their hits. Then they're going to close out on Motown Philly. But I'm still gonna be thinking like, damn man, they played some good old R&B music, and then me and my baby are gonna make it love in the car ride all the way home. How? I've seen it on TV. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it done. I'm anxious to try it. No, but yeah, that, that's my that's my that's my decision. Drew Hill to open up for Boys and Men. Damn, jagged ass. Oh my. Listen, I put it on Alexa on on, on Alexa. Play one twelve. You hear this nigga flexing. After like the fifth, sixth song, I'm sitting here. It's like, damn, yeah, this shit kind of corny. 
<laughs> nigga, I went to motherfucking Jagged Edge. And that shit was rocking. What? Nigga, that shit was rocking for like an hour. And they had hit on top of hit. Yeah. Then they had features. Then they had. Uh, I was like, oh yeah, Jagged Edge definitely. They they they're staying. Jagged Edge is the shit though. Jagged Edge is definitely staying. Boys the Men a little too too old for me. What was that song they had? Um, I respect Boys the Men, but they just a little too old for me. What? A, no, that fucking Boys the Men song with uh, fucking LL Cool J. That was the shit. What was it? I can't, I'm not good with names. Okay then, there we go. No, no, that's just me. That's just me not there being good. There we go. With names. <laughs> that, that's just me being a shitty fucking. I arrest name. my case. Right, give me a give me a line of the song. What song? The one you talk about. I, I'm not that guy. I arrest my case. People always my favorite rapper. I don't know my favorite rapper song sometimes unless I'm singing along with it. Now, How is he your favorite rapper then? I just got a shitty memory. This is why I'm not a rapper. Do you know how much and how bad I want to rap, but I can't remember nothing? I can't remember. I won't be able to rem- remember my own raps. You can remember it. It's easy. I know word for word. All right, word for word. What is if it's a gun to your head today or tomorrow? What is one song that you can sing, fucking from front to back? With, sing or rap? Rap, rap from front to back with no problem. Um, DMX, how it's going down? Okay. Or Biggie Smalls, give me the loot. Ooh, Biggie, let me jack out, kick it in the back, hit it with the gat. Chill, shorty, let me do that. <laughs> That's my shit. <laughs> hey, Lover, that was the name of the song. Thing. Hey, Lover, this is more than a crush. Yeah, that, was that was my shit. shit. See? Look at you. Yo, that was shit, dog. But, damn, what's the joint I can rap all the way through? Ooh, Biggie, let me jack. That was the best part of that fucking song. J. Cole. Uh, see, I don't even know the name of the song. I'm going to say J. Cole, uh, Nobody's Perfect. That was on the sideline story. Album. Give me a line. Come on. Give me a line. I got the gun in your head. I got to hear how it starts first. Pow! You dead, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you dead, nigga. <laughs> so, so look, right? Remember I was saying like how Drew, how like 112 has set the mood or, or you know set the night up for you and all that shit. Right. So, it, that kind of ties into something that I wanted to ask. So, and I also saw this post and it was kind of interest, interesting to me. It said, uh, who does the best sex come from? Someone that you're physically attracted to or emotionally attracted to? It, uh, you want me to answer it? Yeah, go for it. It depends on, um, me personally, I think it depends on what part of your life you're at. Okay. You know what I mean? When you when when you immature, you're going for the, 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 the feeling. You know what I mean? Right. Whoever makes me feel the best. Mm-hmm. Whoever can make me feel this way. or mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... When and I ain't even gonna say when you immature, but when you ain't at that space where you ain't, you know, what I mean, you still out here chasing tell because it's a, it's a part of life where everybody out here chasing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And when you out here chasing, I think it's more for the physical. Okay. Uh, but when you get a little, when you find that person that that y'all just got that crazy connection to, yeah, you know, what I mean, you rather it from her mm-hmm. just because of the feeling. You know, what I mean, this right. person makes you feel. Because you're, you're, the feeling is different, you know what I mean? When it's physical, <coughs> excuse me, when it's physical, that's the feeling that we're mm-hmm. that we're, uh, we're chasing, right. you know what I'm saying? When you get older, the mental, the emotional is mm-hmm. the feeling that we're chasing. The physical really don't matter no more, you know what I'm true, saying? So it's, it's about whatever part of your, your life you're at, where, mm-hmm. what that, what's your true definition of feeling at that type of time? Right. You know what I mean? Like your life that you live in. That's what I, that's what I think. That that's a good ass way. Like you worded it perfectly and shit. Because like, I think like, let's say you're coming. Let's say you're single. Let's say you know you're single. You're living your life. You're doing your thing. 
a lot of the times you're kind of, like you say, you're chasing, like you're just whatever looks good to you. That's what you're going at. You're not really establishing a mental connection with anybody. Barely. And if you are, it's very, very minimal. Right, right. So I believe if like during those single years or even if you are single, I do believe that it is going to be more physical because there is going to be a lack of mental there, especially possibly on your end. Um, so you see a chick with a fat ass, you see a chick with big titties. If, ladies, if you see a nigga that's tall, dark, and handsome, whatever your cup of tea is, whatever whatever you like, you're going off of that 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 space where you're at at that moment. Right. You know, like damn, they look good. They look good. They smell good. They feel good. This is what I am. This is where I'm at. I'm in this situation at the time. But like you said, if you're in that comfortable space, if you if you if you're happy, you're you're settling down. You got the love of your life, being your wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, whoever. You're at that space where the physical doesn't really matter no more because you're on a whole different plane. Like you're there at the mental space of it now. So I feel like when when you when you're going more off of the mental, you're actually trying to satisfy that person. That person trying to satisfy you. So now they're actually trying to get you to whatever your peak is, simply because they want they care about you and they want you to. To, to, to be at your clim, climatic moment. See what yeah, I did there? Your climatic moment. So I, I do feel like it all depends on where you are also. So at our stages and our ages right now, I do believe the mental is more important because most likely we're not whoever. I mean, I don't know, like 50, 60, whoever listens to the show, hopefully like you're at a space in your life where you have somebody in your life that you love and you care about and you and you're just like you're you're stimulated on a mental level, so that way you're able to stay in that situation inside in that relationship. So I do feel like where where a lot of us are now, it should be mental because you want to please your partner and you want to make your partner happy on a day to day. So I feel like that that is more important right now than the physical. Like you said, we were young boys. Mm. Me and my coworker was talking. Yeah. she's an older woman. I'm a younger male. Uh, and we had difference difference in thinking it, but do you think that it's possible to be in love with two people at the same time? In love? Yeah. No. No. I don't no. I don't think you can be in love with two people at the same time. I believe you could be in love with one person and then you can have a you can have love for somebody else. I don't think you could be in love with them. If you're in love with them, I think you need to do some like some self-awareness check on yourself because it's like now, granted, unless you live that certain lifestyle, like, like those polygamists or those poly polyamorous, what's the name of that? When, when you have, you know, right. you, when you live in that in that lifestyle, possibly. But if you are, I don't even know what the uh, if you're in a one man one girl relationship, I don't believe so. Only because I feel like. You should dedicate your love to that one person so that way you're not jaded by, well, this person don't do this. I love this about them, but because they don't do that, I love this person more because they do a certain thing or they carry themselves a certain way. I think it causes confusion. I think it can cause issues inside of a household. I believe you. I, I, I do. I, but she I, she actually said the same thing. And uh, before she said it, before she like schooled me on it, she was like, nah, you can't be in love. Sort of kind of the same thing you said. Mm-hmm. You can like somebody mm-hmm. and love, but you can't love both. Because when, and honestly, like even, because the person that you love, when you, when love, love 
is an action. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a feeling, but it's also, it shows in actions, right. shall I say. And uh, off your actions, you can tell if you love somebody. And, and that's where where the difference to me comes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I put myself in a situation where, like, if I tell somebody I love them or whatever the case may be or anything like that, before I even tell them, I put myself in a situation as like, if it was a life situation, mm-hmm. how would I react? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm downstairs and I hear gunshots, what's the first thing I'm going to do? You're going to check on your on. On That's your loved one. On your loved one. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So if my first action is to fucking skedaddle, yeah. I truly don't love this person. You know what I'm saying? And that's when I started realizing like certain shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like it was one time we got into a a situation and the first thing I did was grabbed her. Yo, you yeah. over here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when you when you get in that when when you get into that realm, your defense mechanism isn't on you no more. It's just natural. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if I don't have that mechanism with you, you ain't you ain't got I it. don't love you, baby. <laughs> I <laughs> shit. You, you yeah. feel me? Like right. I like granted, I'm a natural protector. Like I'm if you're in my arm not my arms, but if you're in my care, like my, my care, gym, yeah. I'm gonna do everything I can to protect you. Right. But when it comes to a woman with some sort of sensual connection to each other, mm-hmm. and when I say sensual connection, I mean like we maybe fucked or we got a crush on each other yeah. or whatever. If I don't have that that defense mechanism, it don't automatically get activated with that person. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like it may put up a a, a sort of resistance. Mm-hmm. But it ain't putting up no wall as what I would put up for the person that love you love one. one. Yeah. You know what I mean? The yeah. love one, dog. Yo, I'll you you can use me as as your your shield. If I get shot thirty times as long as you survive, yeah. I'm cool with it. But a person that I ain't got that sensual connection with and I'm I ain't pulling got that you down, bitch, with, get down with me I'm and pull, shit. Yeah, that's yeah. the best I'm doing. Yo, yeah. come on. Yeah. If you ain't with the come on, then I'm out. Right, but if I do that with my wife, yo, come on, and I move, and you ain't there, I got I'm going back. Yeah, you feel uh-huh. me? So that's how I base it off off of that. And mm-hmm. when she said, when she broke it down, the way she did, I was like, you know what? You're right. You can't mm-hmm. love two people at one time. Yeah, like so. Yeah, like I feel like you can have like a good connection with somebody, and like I said, you can have love for them, but you're with that person, you're in love with that person for a particular reason. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if you find yourself in love with somebody else. Something ain't going right over on the other end because I just feel like all of your love that, sh- that when I say love, all that in love emotion needs right. to, should be invested into one soul. So you can be in love and have deep feelings for the next. Deep feelings? I don't want to say deep feelings. You can have feelings though. You can have feelings for the next person. I don't know about deep feelings because once you start getting those deep feelings, once again, that's when things start getting that's jaded. Like the next, that's the next stage, and that's when shit get ugly because now you like uh, I don't know. About what's going on over here, like like if a motherfucker like that start cheating, let's say somebody in a relationship and they start cheating and shit, and then you just fucking around, just a fucking around, but then you start catching you start catching feelings for that person. Next thing you know, after a while, some motherfuckers try to have a cake and eat it too. Right. But those those motherfuckers that that do catch those deep feelings for that other person, and they just simply don't have the willpower or they don't know have the the know how on how to break it up with the other person. Because they want both of them, but clearly something took you away from, from that, that person, person you were in love with. Yeah. So facts. were you really in love with them, like how you say you were? Now, granted, 
people people have cheated and they cheat and go back. But when you try to live a whole separate life on that other side, that's where shit, like I said, get a little get a little funny and shit. It becomes a yeah, a slippery, slippery slope, slope. <laughs> a slippery slope. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, and like, and I and I've seen people in situations like that where it's like they like home, they love home, but they're starting to love what's going on on the other side. Right. I'm like, yo, I think you're jaded right now because. Clearly, something's not right at home. You got to fix that. You got to fix that fix because it. if you put 100 into that instead of that 50-50 or 80-20, whatever you got going on, if you put that 100 in there, I guarantee you're going to get everything that you want out of both situations out of that one. Right. That's I, true. That's, that's, that's how I feel. That's fact. Go you ahead, Black Brother. I mean, man, I'm out talk here, man. Shit, I'm just trying to talk my shit a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's just like, um, and you know what? It's crazy that. When you had said, like, if you're in a situation, motherfuckers start shooting off and spying you, yo, like, or when some shit, just anything start happening. And like you said, like, some men are natural protectors. So we automatically scan the room, make sure our folks is cool. And then we like, all right, cool. We reset, get the fuck out of there or we stick around. We just be on our P's and Q's. But like, if like kind of doubling back to the whole Nipsey situation, it's tough, right? Like, it's to be in love and to have loved ones is one of the greatest things in the fucking world, right? But at the same time, it's like a double-edged sword almost because it's like, like let's use Lauren London, for example. You love somebody so much and when they're taken away from you, you're fucking an empty fucking hole. Like, you're like a bottomless fucking pit. Like, you're lost, you know what I'm saying? And while it is amazing to love somebody, it also can be like kind of like a... Uh, what's the word? Like, a, like a an, an anxiety fucking cesspool because every day when your loved one leaves out the house, you don't know what the fuck is what the fuck is going to happen to him. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like to be put in a situation where like God forbid this ever happens to anybody, but your loved one is taken away from you. That like how is sometimes you like how the fuck do I live with myself now? How do I move forward because I love this person so much? Now this person is not here anymore. So it's like. Being in love and loving somebody is fucking phenomenal, but like I said, it can kind of hurt yourself also because you don't know what happens when you walk out that fucking door or when they walk right. out that fucking door. So like, like I said, not to go back onto the somber note, but it's just like never, never walk out, never leave, go to bed, never hang up mad at somebody. Like, and I'm trying to like, I'm trying to always do that like i'm i'm never trying to be mad because i don't like arguing i don't like being mad and shit because it's just like you never know what's going to happen like on that other end of the world you know what i'm saying when you're not around your person even when you are with your person like you could like just never know so it's just like just always always go that goes back to it always give your people the flowers why do you why they go fucking smell them man because you don't know what you don't know what that next minute and that next second is gonna like fucking hold for you or for that other person. Right, you know right, I mean? right. So like, just just work on shit, man. Just fix shit. Fix shit. It's fucked up, man. Like people gotta go through shit like this to. It 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 really fucking bothers me when when shit like this happen, and then you hear niggas all of a sudden. Get the phone calls, get the text messages. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, bro, I love you. Like, I appreciate it. Yeah. But dog, don't wait till some shit like this happen, and you feel like, you know what? Let me call my nigga and tell him I love him. Then a week later, next thing you know, y'all beefing over some dumb shit. Like, it just, it just fucks me up, dog. Like, it, just, it, it really 
shows me how fake and people can be. And like for the people that's real, being sincere, yo, tell your folks that you love them. Like Poe said all the time, because there's motherfuckers out here that 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 really don't give a fuck about niggas, but just off this situation and got them feeling guilty. Like you know what? Let me call this nigga. Because yeah. you're feeling guilty over a nigga that you don't even fucking know. Right. But your homies could have been telling you for months, yo, mm-hmm. you need to call that nigga. Right. Yo, you need to hit that nigga up. Or, yo, y'all need to squash this shit. Yeah. But then as soon as some, some, some shit that a fucking person that happened on the other side of the world. that, that it, Now that makes you want to wanna fucking get your fucking moral compass back exactly. on the street. Exactly. Like, you know people saying? really need to be on some grown man shit and really get their fucking head out their ass and think about. Nobody is guaranteed tomorrow, dog. Nobody. Like, as people out here that's that's beefing with niggas, that's that's just talking about time and heal all wounds. No. Don't let that because time ain't promised. Yo, fucking time ain't fucking guaranteed to That shit is all. not promised, bro. Like, God forbid, knock on wood, I could walk out this fucking door and something happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm thinking, oh, yo, I'm going to talk to... I can say, text babe, yo, babe, when I get home, me and you going to talk. Yeah. Rather than me talking about it right now, right I might moment. not even make it the fuck home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you never know when your time is not going to be... Your, your time is the go. Right. When God called, he come to get you. Yeah. And and someone, a couple people just said on the Instagram live, it was like, but the other party's energy has to be on that same type time because you don't... I guess always want to feel like you chasing or like you kissing somebody ass. You know what I mean? And I, I agree with what they're saying. I do agree with that. But a part of me also says some sometimes, sometimes, which is all which is bullshit because it seems like it's, it's always you finding yourself, but you have to be the bigger person sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes it's not always like it shouldn't always play out that way, but when you on your grown man shit, when you on your grown woman shit, like that's when you can realize, like, yo, you know what? This motherfucker running it, like running this shit. I ain't chasing, but I'm gonna put this fucking, I'm gonna put the fucking cards down on the table, and I'm gonna let y'all know how it is, and I'm gonna let you know how it is. If you play it, you play it. You don't. Well, you that, don't. And that's cool. That right there is perfectly fine. Yeah. Because you're not you're not allowing someone else's actions dictate what you want to do. Right. Where, where where it bothers me at is where like. For example, if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. Right. Not because you fuck with me, I only fuck with you. If I fuck with you, I fuck with you. And it's just how I am. If it's a person that I love and I got dear love for, just because they don't love me as much as I love them, mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop loving them as much as I do. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So it's kind of like if I feel as though something needs to be squashed, regardless of what type of energy you got coming out over there, mm-hmm. whatever type, whatever way you fucking feel. Like you just said, I'm gonna put that shit on the table. Let you know that the shit I don't have no, I don't have no ill will about it. Yeah, and I mean maybe we can have a conversation about the situation, but as far as the malicious ways that I felt prior, I don't have it. Oh no god, and, cool. and, and I had it at the time because I was mad. And if I was you angry. still want to have it, that's cool. Right, but I'm not gonna let that dictate how the my, energy that I kick out. My fucking soul is clean. You feel what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying and like that shit just yeah. it's just it's just it just kills me because it's people that that's walking around. With burdens, walking around with anger, and rather than getting it off their chest or talking about it or 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 ending it before fucking something happened, mm-hmm. niggas just niggas just this shit just it really it it right. I, I don't get it I don't get it I don't I do not fucking get it, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? God forbid something can happen to any of my niggas, dog, 
And I don't even want to talk about that shit, dog. Yeah. That shit just it, that shit just crazy. It, it's wild shit. And while I do believe, like how you said, time does heal all. But like you said, when you ain't got that time, nigga, you gotta get in front of that shit. Not you, you not not, not you, but just saying. Like, you don't know in it. Like that's right. the thing. People like yo. I understand how you can tell somebody Tom Hills all wounds when you don't even know how much time you got. How? How? That shit fucking, it, it really, it don't get me. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. You don't know when your time is coming. Mm-hmm. You don't right. fucking know. So, like, once again, man, we ain't going to get all, well, we done got deep on it. But, yo, get niggas flowers, man. I don't, I don't. I know I got folks in my corner that tell me like the type of nigga I am and the type of good person I am, but for all those other people out there, make sure your people know what good what what type of good person they are. You know what I'm saying? I tell you this all the time. You a good ass nigga. You a good ass fucking father. Like you my brother. Like I was with John on Saturday. Like me and a nigga was talking. Like I be talking to like just everybody, man. Like I fucking my cousin Javal and shit. Like. He be, you know, he be on the move and shit, and like we don't talk all the time. But like, me, he called me like about a month ago, and we talked for like an hour. Like the shit, like we never lose. Like right. that's the one good thing about my niggas. Like we all living our lives. We all got they. We all got families. We all got jobs. We all doing our thing and shit. You know what I mean, but when we do link up, it's like we never miss the fucking beat. Right. And none of my niggas have ever been on that type of time. Was like, oh damn dog, you don't fuck. Nah, we don't even. We don't even say those type of fucking words because we know what the type it is and we know the type of bond that we got with each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like for us to be able to pick up a phone when we do and like I said, just shoot the shit for an hour like nothing ever happened. Catch the fuck up. Like all right, my nigga, be safe. I catch you when I catch you. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, like you said, it's just like some motherfuckers don't get that shit until it's too late. I tell all my niggas, like, yo, y'all niggas are the reason why I am the type of person that I am. Each one of my folks in my fucking camp, in my circle, made me who I am for a right. particular reason. Right. My niggas, they raised me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you, you helped me become a better man, become a better, a better brother. Like, the conversation that we hold all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, my sister Toya, like, Marty, like, just a bunch of fucking people. Right. My man Mirror, like, I got a tons of motherfuckers who fucking helped me and mold me to help. Just for me to be the type of person that I try to give energy Back out. That's right. why I try never to have a malicious bone in my body. People, are, I'm angry as fuck all the time. Like, but I don't like being angry. But people push me. There. I don't like. I don't <laughs> like being angry. But niggas make me angry. But once I I breathe, I decompress. I play my video game. I'm right back and shit. You know what right. I mean, tell niggas you love them, man. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's tell sucks, niggas you dog. love them. It sucks, man. It really sucks, dog. Like like it gets so bad, bro. Like I ain't, and it's crazy. I was watching uh, a episode of Mule. I don't even know why I was doing this shit. Well, I know I was watching the movie, but I was watching Mule, and it was a scene on there where she was uh, the guy that Clint Eastwood, his ex-wife. Oh, that's that new John. Yeah, yeah. His, his ex-wife was in the, on her deathbed, tubes all in her nose and shit like that. And it's like, I'm sitting there, dog. I started crying, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because it's like, one thing that's guaranteed is death, bro. Mm-hmm. And the older we get, the closer we get. The closer we get to that You know shit. what I'm saying? And there's people out here just doing Dumbass shit, not even understanding that that shit, that shit, that shit fucks with me, bro. That shit really be fucking with me. That people is so quick to just cut shit off and move on and do shit. That that shit just weird to me. That shit weird is that shit weird is fucked to me, dog. Yeah, niggas is so fucking stupid, right. gay. It, 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 it be bitches, it be niggas, it be all, it, right. it be all types of people. People just be on some real fucking on, gay on, shit, on, dog. On fucking turkey time and shit, like. 
motherfuckers are just weird and shit, and they rather let foolish pride and foolish ego steer their fucking their car of life or whatever, and then they don't know where the fuck they going because they lost. Motherfuckers is lost, man, and I feel like the motherfuckers that got issues within they fucking self, they like they letting so much go past. I'm getting mad. Yeah, I'm like mad. I, yeah. it's it, it just yeah, this this shit because it's real. It, it's it's like, I, and I'm sorry to keep getting on it, but it's real fucking life, dog. Mm-hmm. He and, and it, like even again with the Nipsey situation, you know what I mean? Niggas, he probably was cool with that fucking wasn't fucking with him because of a, a personal stupid uh, ass uh, fucking uh, reason. Bullshit. That probably want to be like, damn, dog. Like I wish I could have squashed that shit with my nigga. Mm-hmm. But it's people that's really still out here living. Still out here walking around every day, and you like, rather not talk to that motherfucker mm-hmm. over some stupid shit. Right. That shit. That shit bugs me the fuck out. Yeah. It bugs me out, bro. No. It bugs me out, dog. Like it, it do. It don't. It do. Like like what's the name said? Uh, Twenty One Savage said something about love and loyalty. I don't want to quote it because I don't remember it word for word. But he he was basically going off of like, I rather a person be loyal to me and tell me that they love me. You know what I mean? He like, I want loyalty over love because love is a feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like what we was just talking about. Loyalty is an action. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And no matter how much you hate me, how much I, I'm wrong, mm-hmm. you're going to be loyal to me. Right. You know what I mean? Love me. I can love my mom. I can love my brother. I can love anybody you know what i'm saying but loyal is something totally different mm-hmm. and again if you could quote it if you can find it somewhere where he said it i can't quote it exactly but it was deep it was real deep and, and he got real heavy with it so it's just uh next topic let's talk about something else that was actually a good brother damn that's how we ended it no we're not ending like that all right look this is how we're gonna end this fucking show Everybody that's on this Instagram live right now, I know all y'all. I love y'all niggas. I love y'all girls. I don't want to call them. You know what I mean? Everybody that listens to this fucking show, whether I know you or fucking not, I fucking love you. Wanna know why? Because you tune in every fucking week. You listen to what me and my brother say every fucking week. And you and that's loyal shit. Like that that right there is loyal. But I wanna tell y'all that I love y'all because y'all y'all support and y'all stand by what we do on a weekly. We don't we don't get paid for this. We do this like out of the love of this podcast, out of love of us just doing what we yeah. do. Us just really just sitting down talking to shit Facts. every fucking week. And I know I know there are a bunch of people going through shit with other motherfuckers. I'm going through shit with other, with other motherfuckers and shit even family for all that. Put the cards on the table and walk away. That's all you can fucking do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um just be impeccable to your fucking word. That was from the book, The Four Agreements. I'll be reading sometime. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but just be impeccable to your word, man. And, like, just tell somebody you love them, man. Give them the flowers while they're here. Don't wait until there's a tragic. Don't magnify a tragedy and make and live through that tragedy. Make Find a benefit. Find Not a benefit. Find, look, find a, I don't know, like a blessing out of something. And then just fucking make that. Just be your fucking guy for whatever. I don't even fucking know what I'm saying right now. But just fucking Just fuck. Just fuck. <laughs> Not don't don't fuck on each other, but you know what I mean. Like fuck fuck your loved ones. Kobe said fucking all the time. <laughs> this nigga said 
anybody fucking listening to this podcast right fucking now, I fucking love y'all. I fucking love y'all. Because y'all really be fucking fucking with us. You feel me? Fuck. (laughs) Fuck. Like, damn, I ain't hear that many F words since the kids stuttered on the ABCs. Fuck, 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 fuck. But look, y'all, man, we're going to get ready to get about it. This joint, man. Once again, we want to thank y'all for tuning in, as y'all always do, man. Uh, be sure to follow the podcast at what we talking about underscore the podcast on Instagram. Hey. You can follow myself at Poe underscore Caso. Hey. Follow Brose over there at Don with the Locks. D-O-N-W-I-T-D-A-L-O-C-S. Hey. Make sure you follow Sky High Edibles. Um, best fucking uh, treats in the fucking land. Yeah, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all do, do y'all thing, man. Follow the gang. Fuck with the brand. What we talking about the podcast, Sky High Edibles. Let me plug my photography in there. Po, uh, po Castle <laughs> abstracts. You heard what I mean? So, man, we're going to get about this, John, man. And then, like I said, like we said, one, once again, man, we want to get prayers. We want to get love, uh, condolences to Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, man. His loved ones, his family, his children, Lauren London, his brother, everybody. Everybody that fucked with him, man. He Like, his persona and what he deemed to us, he was a, a great guy, a great a great brother, a great king. Um, an entrepreneur, a businessman, just talking about just everything, man. Stream his music. I want everybody to stream his music. He was an artist that owned his masters to everything. So that money is goes back to his family. Right. That's dope. Yeah. Make his family comfortable. Make his family. Just make his family feel love. Just everything, man. That's so dog. Yeah. So we out of here. Tune in. Hey. Whole lot of gang shit. Giggity, 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 gang shit. My guy.